I remember going to visit the legislature when I was in high school. I mean, it was just a room full of white, suited men. I remember looking down and being in awe of it. That I was, you know, it just never crossed my mind. Gee, I'd like to do that someday because it was just not a possibility. You put yourself out there. It affects your finances. It affects your personal life. It affects your family. It's a big commitment. And it started with the presumption that you pretend always to be right in what you have to say in politics, that you take on this bravado about always being right and the other side always being wrong. For well over a year now, the Offstrip team has been tracking down and sitting down with former members of the Nova Scotia Legislative Assembly to hold exit interviews with them. Exit interviews are a common practice in many workplaces when an employee leaves a job. Employers use them to get their honest feedback about the job and the workplace, including the things that might be uncomfortable to share if that employee had to show up to work the next day. We asked former MLAs about what they liked and what they hated about their jobs, what they felt they were good at and what they felt totally unprepared for, about their proudest moments and about their biggest regrets. The result is this podcast, On the Record, Off Script, or as we call it, just Off Script for short. We've collected over 75 hours of recorded content from interviews with more than 40 former MLAs. Now, we'd like to share what we've learned with you. This fall, we'll begin releasing a weekly podcast. Each week, we'll unpack one small piece of politics in our province. And over the course of the next year, we'll stitch together the private stories of public life in Nova Scotia. We want to help raise the collective awareness about how politics works in this place. So, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We're going to release the first full episode of Offscript in late October. In the meantime, we're going to use this channel to share some of the stories we've collected along the way. These ones are our favorites. Some of them are funny. Some of them are suspenseful. Others are just plain interesting. For now, here's more of what we heard. There was a lot of phony play acting in politics. Getting up and shocked and appalled and all that sort of stuff. But really in politics, the legislature was all just theater, just play acting. No decisions were made there, really. The fights that took place on the floor were never carried outside of the chamber. With one exception, that was Dr. Laffin, who punched my colleague in the house and went and tried to strangle me in the lobby once. We just said, oh, you know, that's Mike. That member, raging, mad, comes running around the turn and pushed me against the wall and said, you listen to me, girly girl. We're the good guys, and uh, the other caucuses yonder, they're uh, not the good guys. It's designed to be confrontational. Because it's designed that way doesn't mean it should be. It's corrosive. It, it, it's like acid eating away at your soul. Part of it has to do with the fact that so little that goes on in there matters. I would say that they read that in a book somewhere. A lot of time and effort got spent on policy development. And, and a lot of people said, are you crazy? I mean, policy is not that important. When I was there, we used to have fun. You know, there was some alcohol involved from time to time. We'd have a drink out back in the clerk's office. And then go into the legislature to speak. Well, you probably wouldn't do any speaking after that. A rank of staff in the gallery with cell phones, and they're getting data and sending it down. You can see the thumbs going up in the gallery. <laughs> okay, I, I should confess this. is probably not good as a person who was in, in cabinet for 10 years. I never really did understood how the hoax worked. But generally speaking, it's to be blunt mind-numbing to sit in the legislature. 